Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner. With me again, of course, is Dwayne Friend. Hi, Dwayne. Hi, Bill. How are you? Quite well, quite well. Um, although, we're going to talk about one of those things that counts as a natural disaster, but isn't really considered that for Illinois very often, and that's earthquakes. So why should we be talking about earthquakes in Illinois, Dwayne? Well, Bill, you know as well as I do that most of the time when people hear about earthquakes, what do they think of? They think of California. They really don't think about Illinois. But Illinois is actually one of 16 states in the United States that's considered to be at pretty high risk for earthquakes. Really? Yes. Now, we're... uh, uh, obviously, we don't get a lot of the really large earthquakes, but if you looked at uh, archives from the U.S. Geological Survey, uh, we get earthquakes, um, if not every week, uh, you would probably see them uh, register at least uh, several times a year. Now, most of those earthquakes are going to be so small, you're not even going to recognize them or not even feel them. But we do have them, and we have them a lot more often than what people think. And this is the one they the fault line they call New Madrid, right? It is part of uh, and the the New Madrid fault zone. It's actually a, a zone of uh, faults that are kind of centered in the New Madrid area, which is in the boot heel of uh, Missouri. Uh, and some folks may be familiar or have heard of uh, the fact that back in 1811 and 1812, uh, through a three month period. There were three major earthquakes in that fault zone. Now, we didn't have instruments to measure how strong those earthquakes were, but just from the damage uh, that it caused at the time and from the the things that people said, it's believed that each one of those three earthquakes were probably around eight on the Richter scale. And in fact, one of them was strong enough that it actually made bells ring on the East Coast. So these were massive earthquakes, uh, did huge amounts of damage. If those types of earthquakes happened today, we would be talking about billions of dollars of damage in the Midwest. Yeah, it even um, changed the course of the Mississippi, didn't it? Yeah, what it actually did was, in some places, it raised the riverbed up enough that it actually did flow backwards for a while until the, the river, river level got higher. And then it also created Real Foot Lake down in that area. And again, this is just a, uh, an area of uh, fault lines that actually run all the way up into the, the southern part of Illinois. So that's where uh, our, our earthquakes, a lot of our earthquakes originate from. And actually, if you look at a map of earthquake activity, uh, most of those are centered down in the southeastern part of Illinois, but there are also some uh, uh, activity up in the the northern part of the state. And in fact, um, one of the the larger earthquakes actually occurred up around Aurora. Really? Oh. Yes. So now that we've given them the catch line and film at 11, (laughs) <laughs> do we really do we really have to worry about this in Illinois or or well or not? It's uh, from the from the Illinois State Geological Survey in terms of, of what we need to to see out in the future. Uh, they would say that the likelihood of a really large earthquake happening in the next fifty years uh, is not that great. However, a moderate earthquake, something in the six range or larger, uh, has probably got about a 50-50 shot within the next 50 years. So uh, even even uh, 
one that's in the six range or six and a half range, that could cause quite a bit of damage in the state. So um, a lot of times, again, we don't think about it. Now, back in the early 90s, we had the uh, the scare with uh, I Ivan Browning, I think was the name, where he was predicting an uh, earthquake was going to occur on a certain date. And a lot of people did take that seriously and did go through some uh, earthquake preparedness training. Uh, which was a good thing. Unfortunately, the earthquake – well, I guess fortunately the earthquake didn't happen, but uh, it, it at least got people more aware of it and, and did get some things done. So uh, we've we've kind of gotten away from that in a lot of cases, and we probably still need to think about that. Even though it may not be that great of a hazard, uh, if it would happen, it was caused quite a bit of damage. So uh, there's some easy things that we can do to, to be prepared for such things. For example? Well, uh, if you're talking about doing some basic homeowner type of things, probably one of the the biggest and easiest things to do and one that, that could be done one time and it really wouldn't cause a, a big problem with everyday life would be to strap down the water heater. If an earthquake occurs, uh, the likelihood of that water heater, because it is kind of top-heavy, toppling over, which would then uh, – possibly rupture gas lines if it's a gas water heater uh, or rupture electrical lines if it's an electric water heater uh, is pretty high. So strapping that down uh, to a wall where you're not having to worry about it tipping over is probably one of the easiest things that can be done. Uh, some other things that people would could at least consider uh, when they're, they're looking at uh, things like unsecured cabinet doors, those can fly open during earthquakes. Uh, stuff out in the garage if you've got a lot of uh, chemicals, especially volatile chemicals that are up on shelves. Um, those can topple over. Uh, any type of hanging objects or uh, other things in open shelves. And again, we don't think about trying to secure these things on a daily basis, but they're just things that people might need to be thinking about, be aware of. And if there's something that they can do to, to maybe make them a little bit less of a hazard, that would be a good thing. So where can we get more info if we need it? Well, there are a couple of sources that you could get info. One is through the Extension Disaster Education Network, or it's called EDEN, E-D-E-N. Uh, if you just did a word search for that, it would bring up the, the site, and it provides a lot of good basic information on earthquake preparedness. Uh, and for those folks that, uh, especially teachers, we have a – Illinois Extension has a website called Shake, Rattle, and Slide, uh, and it's more for teachers and students dealing with uh, earthquakes, volcanoes, and glaciers, but it, it talks about earthquakes, what causes earthquakes, uh, and those types of things. So that's a good resource for teachers and students as well. Great. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and Dwayne Friend. 